0: Good morning, morning.
1: morning.
0: and good morning in the Zoom room and on Facebook and wherever you are right now. Please let my words speak for you as I just take a deep breath in and release it slowly, breathing in love. Breathing out peace as I bring myself into this moment on this beautiful Sunday morning when it's comfortable outside. I salute the creativity of God and all of the joy, all of the laughter, and the beauty of all of the souls, human, animal, stone, all. (coughs) And in this moment, I bring myself to a state of calm peacefulness as I open my heart. I open my soul. And I prepare to listen to today's lesson knowing that I will receive exactly what I need to receive and that each one here will receive exactly what they need to receive. Those words that give us all something to think about, a place to grow in joy and in love. And so with deep gratitude, speaking my words into law, I set these words free, saying, thank you, Father, Mother, God, and so it is. Amen. Amen. Good, Good
2: morning. If you're new with us here today, either in the room or in the Zoom room or the online, my name is Reverend Diana Johnson, pastor and spiritual director for Mystic Heart Spiritual Center. We are an independent interfaith community and we teach universal principles and practical spirituality. And so I welcome you home to our community, if you choose it for yourself. And I welcome you home more than that to your own mystic heart, where all of your own answers really live. So we're going to begin this morning by joining our voices in song as we begin our Se meditation experience. today to be joined by Dalton Fitzgerald and Gary French for our live music. It will maintain our meditative tone throughout the taise and then it's going to pick up and kick some tail in the second half.
1: <laughs>
2: in a spiritual In a very spiritual way. <laughs> so we honor Indigenous Peoples Day today. I did this last week, and I don't know why. I was a week early. We're really honoring it this year. (laughs) But it's this coming Monday. We recognize and honor the original people of this land and the wisdom that they have to offer. We stand in recognition of all the wrongs that have been done. And we stand in witness of the new beginnings that are happening between cultures as we bless and release the past, allowing it to be transformed into a beautiful tomorrow. So we move into our Teze meditation this morning by taking a long slow deep breath together and then letting it go Taking a couple more breaths just quietly to center yourself to bring yourself into the present moment. Here and now is all that ever is. Sensing the peace that is our native state and grounding even more deeply into the silence that dwells within each one of us. That silence is not dependent on anything around us, sound or absence of sound. It is a deep peace that can only be found inside. And sensing an opening of the heart and mind. And feeling the presence of the spirit within. Preparing the soul for deep listening for receiving the gift of this time together. We take a moment to honor our connection with all of life. Together we envision a web of consciousness, a life force, a holy presence, by whatever name you call it, that surrounds and infuses the planet. And each one of us is a radiant point of light in that web. Each one reflecting our radiance to the many beings that share this space and time with us. Every human without exception. Every other than human creature, every plant, vibrant with the life of spirit. The rocks and minerals, the water and wind, the stars and planets, all alive in relationship to us with one another, forever connected by our coexistence at this time, in this place, forever one in spirit. As we share time in meditation and prayer, we're leaving an imprint of peace on the world, a ripple of harmony whose effect we will never know. But we trust that it is felt. We feel it. Take a moment to feel the atmosphere we are creating together. As we come together, we set an intention, that each of us is a beneficial presence on the planet, that each feels, embodies, and lives from our connection with all beings, and that as a community, we use this time to move the world toward a more kind, just, harmonious expression. We walk as peace in action. This morning we ground ourselves in a sacred intention to welcome the shadow. What is this shadow that we speak of? Each of us has patterns or habits that we are unaware of that live deep in the subconscious. Let us look at an example Perhaps when I was a child, or perhaps for you, I was reprimanded each time I expressed anger. Over time, I built a habit of repressing that anger so as to gain the approval of others. I began to project that anger onto others, noticing and being triggered by angry outbursts in others maybe becoming fearful or withdrawn. Finally, in adulthood, it seemed that everyone is angry with me. I am completely unaware that it is a reflection of my own repressed anger that is showing up around me. That is one kind of shadow. Or maybe the adults in my life withdrew their attention whenever I did something that caused me to shine. Or worse, maybe they took credit for my light. Or even punished me for shining. Over time, maybe I learned to stay in the background. To hide my light under a bushel. Eventually, I begin to project my own light onto those around me, putting them on pedestals, making comparisons that cause me to feel less than. Experiencing hero worship in those around me, all the while unaware that it is my own light that I am seeing, being reflected back through the people in my life. Everyone has shadow places in their personalities, blind spots. This is one of the greatest opportunities of being in relationship. We have the chance to recognize the behaviors of those we interact with and to ask of ourselves, where does this live in me? The question is the same whether we are experiencing an unpleasant behavior or a magnificent light. Where does this live in me? The purpose of seeking and ultimately welcoming the shadow is not so that we can deny, denigrate, or destroy this part of ourselves. The opposite is true. Awareness allows us to acknowledge, accept, and affirm this hidden part of ourselves so that we can integrate it into our personalities, making it a useful tool, a beneficial contributor to our evolutionary journey. How does this apply to my spiritual life? How does it relate to my experience of the presence in my day-to-day existence? Each time I experience a projection, I am out of alignment with the truth of who I am. When I unconsciously shift from I sometimes feel angry a factual occurrence for all of us at times, Two. that person is so angry. It redirects my awareness to something outside of myself. And then the whole world is angry at me, moves my awareness even further into the distance from I am feeling first person, to you are feeling, second person, to it is feeling. All of a sudden, I have lost ownership of my own feelings. And with that ownership, I have given away my power and my conscious connection with my divine self. It is only in the I am that I express my true self. As I become aware of my own projections and my tendency to give my power to those around me, I can work my way back. I can reconnect my awareness to what is really happening and to my source, to the presence within to what some call pure awareness. The path back to pure awareness is twofold. One branch is the process of honest self-inquiry. The other is sincere, heartfelt prayer and meditation. Benedictine sister Joan Chittister shares her reflections. The everything of a deep and demanding prayer life is an awareness and acceptance of self. No rosary, no icon, no prayer corner can supply for the raw material of prayer, which is the self-knowledge that cements the relationship between the self and God. The temptation with which we must grapple, if we really want to learn to pray, is the temptation to pray as if we were more than we are, more pious, perhaps, more accepting of the will of God, maybe, more ethereal in our concerns, more otherworldly, more a citizen of the next world than a pilgrim in this one. But when all we bring to prayer is our holiness, what is the use of being there? What am I not facing in myself that really needs my prayer if I am ever to grow in the art of prayer and the mandate to become fully human. If I am ever to become more than I am in the spiritual life. To grow spiritually then I cannot hide even from myself. I must pray for self-knowledge for the searing honesty that with the grace of God can bring me to the heart of God, self-knowledge saves us from ourselves.
3: Shadows, we all have them, but what are they? Our physical shadow is the place where sunlight doesn't penetrate through us, leaving a dark spot on the ground. Similarly, our psycho-spiritual shadows are our subconscious, mental-emotional tendencies, unillumined by the light of our awareness blind spots. Often shadow traits are seen as negative, dark behaviors that we don't want to look at. This is merely a vestige of our childhood fear of the dark. We fear what we don't understand. But each of us has many positive qualities we are not aware of as well. These are our shadow also. Shadow work is not all about identifying our detrimental behaviors. Darkness gets a bad rap. Our metaphors equate light with good, darkness with bad. But darkness is the environment of creation. We begin life in mother's dark womb, seeds sprout in darkness underground. We even close our eyes in meditation, shutting out the light. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. Shadow work simply calls us to find our blind spots, repressed emotions that trigger our reactions or our unconscious behaviors. And these may be positive or negative traits. Asking Spirit to guide you, prayer, and then shining the light of awareness on the shadow, meditation, will reveal them to you. And the truth shall make you free. In our three minutes of silent contemplation today, I invite us each to seek out one of our positive shadow qualities. Think of a person you admire greatly. What is it about them that moves you? What emotions pour forth from your heart when you think about them? What specific qualities do they embody that you truly admire? Then, remember that you project those qualities, those attributes, onto them. So where do those traits live within you? Allow yourself to reclaim ownership of your own greatness. for the music that gently brings our attention back to the here and now. And for this time of illuminating communion with spirit and with our beloved community, we accept the gift of divine illumination. We recognize others as reflections of ourselves. Thank you, God, for everyone and for everything. Rabbi Yeshua said, if you bring forth that which is within you, then that will save you. If you do not bring forth that which is within you, then that will destroy you. Owning your shadow empowers your life. Disowning it leads to habitually unconscious behaviors. With our hearts and our minds wide open, we receive the inspiration of Reverend Diana's continued message this morning, knowing that it encourages us in our journey of self-inquiry and in our resolve to welcome the shadow.
2: do I stay present in truth? How do I remember, keep at the forefront of my heart and mind that I am spirit-given form? That there is nothing else Self-inquiry, reflection, prayer. Great Spirit, guide me in all my ways. God, show me the path to Holy Communion. Ground of all being, open me to greater awareness and wisdom. I close with a message from Source, in the words of Rupert Spira, and at the conclusion of this message, invite you into musical meditation. I, infinite, aware being, eternally am. I am your longing and I am your love. I am your sorrow and I am your joy. As being, I am hidden. As existence, I am manifest. It is my being that shines as existence in the world. If you know your being as my being, you will see the world in myself as myself. Just as a screen assumes the form of a landscape without ever ceasing to be itself, thus veiling itself with itself, So I, infinite aware being, appear to myself as the world without ever being, becoming, or knowing anything other than myself. Just as for one person the landscape in a movie veils the screen, and for another it shines with it, So for one, the world veils my being, whilst for another, it shines as my being. I conceal myself from myself and reveal myself to myself. You are my veil, but I am your reality. Before anything in the world says anything about itself, it announces my presence. It shines with my being. Everything celebrates me. I overflow within myself in the form of the world. When I hold up a mirror, my beauty appears as the world. I see the world as my face. When I put away the mirror, I abide as I am. Make your heart wide enough to contain me. And make your actions loving enough to express me. Turn towards me, and I will take you into myself and so it is is. has always been and will forever be amen secret right there, right? Just remember. So we come back into the awareness of our bodies, our senses. Feeling the atmosphere in the room, sensing our chair supporting us. Letting the eyes gently open whenever you're ready. Allowing your gaze to take in whatever is around you morning. If you feel so inclined to those who are here with you today, this is at least a part of your spiritual family, people you can count on, people that love it when you walk in the room. So as we close our Taze this morning, we offer the opportunity for you to share your financial good with our community so that we can then multiply and grow it and pass it along out into the greater community. If you're joining us online today, you can go to mysticheart.org, and you'll find a donate button or a mailing address. So as we allow time for that, I just express my deep gratitude for every gift that comes into this community all the time. And we offer you one more song as we're passing that basket around. So we thank you for every gift given today and every day. The gifts of financial support are much appreciated but the gifts of your love and your support and your devotion and your just plain showing up is just, it means so much to each one of us. So we say thank you spirit for the gifts that come through the hands of these beautiful people and so it is. Amen. So we're going to close quickly with our soul's blessing. Um, we have a special upbeat set of music and some certific- certificates to present and some conversation and all that coming back at 10.30. So I hope you join us. Good Oktoberfest. Oh, good Oktoberfest. Celebrate all month. Why not celebrate all month, right?
4: may your heart always lead the way may you live in peace and harmony and may love always fill your day may your path be strewn with happiness may success find you every May you always embrace compassion and grace and may God always answer your prayers May you always...
2: hope to see you back at 10.30. Otherwise, have a beautiful Sunday.
0: In the Zoom room and on Facebook and greetings wherever you are, whenever you are, when you watch this. So if your words, you would just let my words speak for you. As I say, good morning, God. Thank you for this awesome morning, not too hot, not too cold. Thank you once again for the opportunity to be with my family and for this special morning when we have all of the musicians in the room, because God you know I love music. And thank you for the lesson that Reverend Diana will be giving today because I know it will always challenge me in some way. And so I open my heart, and I open my soul, and I prepare to listen as I say, thank you, thank you, thank you, Father, Mother, God. And so it is. so it is. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) Satu. (laughs) Ashe. (laughs) Ashe. (laughs) Aho. (laughs) Aho.
2: I want to say welcome to Chris Roach this morning. She and her husband, Mike, are visiting. They've been members <laughs> since almost day one, and they live in Martinez, so they don't get to come to church very often. But So welcome, welcome. Yeah. And welcome, if you're new with us today, welcome, Morgan. Please know that we actually do have young people here, that's usually. usually. <laughs> so, of course, today they're all elsewhere, but that's okay. They'll be back. They
3: were at the powwow <laughs> late last <laughs> night. They were
2: at the powwow late last night, and they're doing monster trucks with their children today. So
3: <laughs> That fits some sort of pattern. I'm not quite sure what uh, yeah. it is. A pattern of wholeness, I'm sure.
2: <laughs> Drum circle Friday night. They've been busy. Yep. So have we. So have we. Let's go. Let's get busy. <laughs> One, two, three.
4: Welcome to the Mystic Heart. Join the celebration. Let your voice and sing your part. Make this affirmation. Spirit made us family. With loving eyes to share. Together we are joyful. Your mystic heart I share.
2: you to call the awareness, your awareness of the presence of God's Spirit, by whatever name you give it, call that into your body. Feel the presence of energy, of life, moving through your body as you join me in the co-creation of a love-soaked world, where all humans embody compassion and generosity and love and peace and justice, where all people everywhere honor and care for one another, for the Earth that sustains us, and for every life form that shares this beautiful planet with us. We're creating a world where all needs are met gracefully and easily where all beings are well fed and have the safety and comfort of home, where mental, physical health, education, and healthy relationships are promoted and supported by social systems grounded in wellness and wholeness, a world where every being serves the greater community, doing whatever feeds their soul and are well supported for their time and their talent. And by their service, each one finds meaning and belonging. We're creating a world in which all beings are valued and respected for their uniqueness, where authenticity and integrity are the norm where the peace and kindness we cultivate within ourselves shows up as a world free of hatred or violence. With our growing awareness and by the power of our collective intention, we are writing a new story. A story in which there is no greed. And abundance means having all that is required for physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual thriving. We do not lower our vision. We will not lower our vision. No matter the appearances of the world, knowing with our whole hearts that such a world is not only possible, but it is inevitable. We align our actions to support our vision. And a new world is being born. Our hearts, minds, arms, and doors are open in radical welcome. All lines and feelings of separation have hereby been erased. In keeping with the vision, our community is open and loving. All people who seek belonging find it here. With deep faith in the great mystery that I call God, we trust that our prayer is acted upon We prepare our hearts and our minds for its graceful unfolding in the world. We feel a deep, deep sense of gratitude. We release it to the Holy Presence and give thanks that it is done. And so it is.
0: And so it is.
2: Amen. Amen. Mm. Take that into your week. Use that every day. It's powerful stuff. So let's take a moment to look around. Some people wandered on, some people came in, as is our way. Who's here with us to celebrate today? If you were here with us at Taze this morning, you know our topic this month has been ease on down the road. And our topic of conversation this week is welcome the shadow. So what a perfect topic for a day filled with more celebration than conversation. (coughs) So our conversation will be trimmed a bit this morning to allow time to honor those people who have been um, present in, in spiritual development courses. We want to take time to honor them. This morning, we're addressing what Carl Jung called the shadow self. And this is part of our persona that lives in the subconscious, and it's hidden from us. It's not that it's bad, dark shadow. It's hidden, that's all. The shadow includes all those things about ourselves that we don't want to see, or are not yet ready to see, and don't want others to see. Mm We try to hide or deny the shadow, but especially from ourselves, most especially from ourselves. If it's a shadow, we truly are not aware that it's there within us. Unfortunately, it's usually visible to everyone else. (laughs) Just ask your closest friends and family members where your shadows are, and they will share them with you. (laughs) Yes. So Richard Rohr explains it this way. He says, shadow work gradually detaches us from our diligently constructed personas, often shaped in the first half of life. This persona is not bad, evil, or necessarily egocentric. It is just not true. Our shadow is what we refuse to see about ourselves and what we do not want others to see. The more we have cultivated and protected a chosen persona, the more shadow work we will need to do." These are still his words. The movement to second half of life wisdom has much to do with necessary shadow work and the emergence of healthy self-critical thinking, which alone allows us to see beyond our own shadow and disguise and to find who we are, hidden with Christ in God. He also says, one of the great surprises on the human journey is that we come to a full consciousness precisely by shadow boxing, (laughs) facing our own contradictions and making friends with our own mistakes and our own failings. So long before Carl Jung came along, ancient spiritual traditions were teaching about the shadow. In the Toltec tradition, It was presented as part of the dream of humanity, part of the illusion created by our domestication as we grow up. The ancient Greeks spoke of the persona, which means the stage mask that we all wear, and the need to look behind the mask and live from what we find there if we're to have more authentic and fulfilling lives. So this is not new teaching by any stretch. As we read history, it seems that it has ever been so that the ego wants to eliminate all humiliating or negative information in order to look good at all times, at all costs. Jesus calls this self an actor, a word he uses 15 times in the book of Matthew's Gospel, though it is usually translated from the Greek as hypocrite. Don't mince any words, please. (laughs) He asks, why do you observe the splinter in your brother's eye and never notice the plank in your own? How dare you say to your sister or brother, let me take the splinter out of your eye, when all the time there is a log in your own? Take the log out of your own eye first, and then you will see clearly enough to take the splinter out of your brother's or sister's eye. So he knows that if we see rightly, with clear vision, with our filters cleaned away somewhat or removed as much as possible, that our actions and our behaviors will eventually take care of themselves. So, what? We're doing our own work. We're not trying to make everything around us different than it is. We're doing our own work. We're looking, we're self. We're doing our self-inquiry. We're doing our prayer work, our meditation, our study. The last thing I'll say about the shadow is that, in the words of Carl Jung, the shadow as the source of the highest good, not only dark, but also light, not only bestial, semi-human and demonic, but superhuman, spiritual, and divine. That's why we dare not avoid the deep self. Wild beasts and angels reside in the same wilderness. And it takes the spirit to drive us there. And there's a reference in the reference that I used to uh, Mark chapter uh, 1, verses 12 and 13. So before we continue with our celebration, I'd like to share a short song by Stephen Walters. So listen carefully. You'll understand why I'm sharing this song as we're talking about Carl Jung and the shadow and how that applies.
5: I'll put on some music, baby. Turn the lights down low, and we'll have a real good time if you'll be my projection, baby.
1: If you'll be my projection,
5: baby. Or I'll be Superman. you be Lois Lane. I just love to rescue you, baby. Again and again and again We'll have a real good time If you'll be my projection, baby If you'll be my projection, baby I buy movies and I watch them on my TV Live my life vicariously. I can't tell what's fiction and what's reality And please don't nobody tell me. I think old Carl Young hit the nail right on the head. He said we don't see who's standing there, but who we want to see instead. But I'm having such a good time with you is my projection, baby. You is my projection, baby. Take it against me. Yeah. You be fairy I'll be King Kong love to you like an animal baby all night long we'll have a real good time if you'll be my projection baby then i'll be your projection baby if you'll be my projection baby yeah so that's what we do right
2: We have our own shadow stuff. We project it out onto other situations and people, and we think it's all about them and what they're doing wrong, and we don't even know that we're part of the process. So why all this talk about the shadow on this particular day? Because in Ken Wilber's stages of development, spiritual development that I introduced last week, cleaning up is all about shadow work. Remembering that with Wilbur, he contends that there are basically four stages or aspects of spiritual development. Growing up spiritually, he calls it. Those are growing up, cleaning up, waking up, and showing up. And this morning is all about celebrating the growth and accomplishments that each of us has made and continues to make in our journey of cleaning up. Most especially, I want to honor those folks who have completed the first two years of foundational spiritual development. Some of them are in the room. I was hoping they'd all be here to receive, but it's okay. Each year was comprised, so listen to what this was. Each year was comprised of 30 30 weeks of study, broken up into 10-week segments, covering three separate courses each year. And everyone who came out the other end, who made it through, (laughs) made some, and even those who decided not to, made some real personal and spiritual growth. Because the classes here, if I may say, are not for wimps. They're not for wimps. Can you say that again? They are not for wimps. (laughs) (laughs) I remember somebody saying, is this a master's level course, or what? So first of all, let me tell you briefly about the first classes we offered at Mystic Heart. This is going to be just kind of a recap, and some of you might have been here the whole time, and it might be a nice refresher of where we've come from and been real briefly in terms of our coursework, and it might be news to you if you're new with us. And also, I want to share why we offered what we did. So in my previous experience in life prior to becoming a minister, I noticed two things that just haunted me, that there seemed to be a lack of emotional intelligence and a lot of shadow present in our society and its various organizations. Wherever you turn, you see a lot of people not clear about what's really going on. The second thing is that my education become a prayer practitioner and even a minister was sadly lacking in this kind of training, which I found very interesting. Let's see. So in order to give our community, our new community four and a half years ago, the best possible start at growing into a healthy group of loving individuals, I offered a series of three classes right off the bat. And I called the series Body, Mind, and Spirit. The first 10-week segment was emotional intelligence, which again, to remind you, I had never had a course before I hired a private teacher to do this myself before teaching the class, all the way through ministerial school. Never had an emotional intelligence exposure. Second one was called Shadow and Story. And the third one was called SQ21 Spiritual Intelligence. So I wanted those who were starting this new community, especially I required it of my practitioner prayer practitioners. And then many others surprised me and joined in. They wanted to do this too, which was great. So my leadership was all in there, and we were all working on our stuff together. Um, like all of the classes I offer, there were two books involved in each class. And one of those focused on theory, and the other on spiritual practice. So I always balance those two things. Meditation and prayer is really the forms of spiritual practice. We actually at the start offered a day class and a night class, like we are doing now, and we had great attendance in both. So it was, it was a great experience. Um, so I required prayer practitioners to take these classes. Cherie, Lucinda, Chris completed them. In addition to many others who were in leadership, Michael, and Ellie, and Chris Fortier, and others who have now gone on their own way. Um, Cherie had her whole family in the night classes. It was pretty fun. Her cousins and her mother. And it was like the, the Cherie daughter family. So what I know is that it has paid off, absolutely paid off, because we've been able to develop a common language here and a set of agreements here about how we interact with one another. And we've had relatively little drama throughout our four and a half years so far. And let me tell you, with any organization or community, and particularly spiritual organization and community, that is an accomplishment. That is an accomplishment. So I'm very happy about that. Possibly a miracle. POSSIBLY A MIRACLE HAS HAPPENED. Yes. So following that year, our foundational series began. Um, These classes carry accreditation with our accrediting body, which is Emerson Theological Institute. So they carry that accreditation in the event that someone who's completed the foundational courses chooses to move into uh, professional prayer practitioner studies. So you have those, those qualifications met. It's taken me a bit of time to get all my ducks in a row about keeping transcripts and creating certificates and all those things that when you belong to an organization, there's a home office somewhere that does all that stuff for you. And so it just hit me fairly recently. It's like, oh, you really need to get this you know, online. So that's what we're doing. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and pull these up here. Okay, and I'm going to share a little bit from my own place of vulnerability because I have some mistakes in all this today. <laughs> I have a history of um, perfectionism. Hey there, April. How you doing? Good. Good. We came to drop off oh. 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 Okay, you are matching. All right. Bye, Ilana. Bye. We'll see you soon. <laughs> and so, in my preparations for this, um, I overscheduled myself, as I tend to do. I'm working on that one right now. And so I have certificates for most classes for most people, and I have complete lists of who were there. And so I will present what I have, and the rest will follow this week, because I was um, quick to find out that getting more of these blanks was not a possibility by the time I realized some of them were missing. So here we are. So the very first year, we did a series of three classes, and. Uh, We called it the Six Pillars of a Spiritual Life. had to think about what was that. And the first class in that series was Prayer and Meditation. The second class was called Rooted in Spirit. And it had everything to do with the history of New Thought Tradition and where it had come from. Because at that time, we considered ourselves a New Thought Church. Um, We have shifted that and become fully interfaith at this point, including New Thought and all traditions. We have people from all kinds of traditions here. But I thought it was important for my leadership at least to know about the New Thought history, because that's where we were at that time. And then the third class was called The Universe is Calling. And so at the end of 30 weeks, we had a few people that were able to claim completion. And I would like to recognize those people and ask you to get a certificate and um, then maybe stay standing up just so we can acknowledge you. So Angela French completed the first year of classes. We can wait and clap for everybody at once. Christopher Johnson Completed this year of classes. Ellie Thompson completed this year of classes. Lucinda Alton completed this year of classes. Robert Alton completed this year of classes. You're welcome, Michael Bordeaux. Completed this year of did this year of classes. And within that year of classes, we had some who completed some segments, but not all segments, which was also fine. So I'm going to go through. um, Some of them have left, so they're not here, so I'll get these to them down the road. Actually, Christine Fortier was one who completed that whole year of classes. Um, and she is one of the certificates I am missing right now. So that will be given to her this week. That's not why she left. Though. That isn't why she left. It says she goes to Tase every week and then she goes home. Um, Gary Solberg completed the second segment of that class. And I have a smaller little, just a different looking single class certificate to present with him. Um, I had Christine Netto as the third term of that group of classes. So what I'm thinking now is that she actually completed all of those classes. And so I have a certificate on, upcoming for you, my apologies, and Christine Roach as well. So I would like to, and then Luke Temple completed, I have a certificate for term three for him and Cheryl will also. I have that one. You're right here. So if you would all just stand if you're comfortable doing that, and let us honor you for your work and your growth and your accomplishment. So that was year one. I did better with my certificates in year two. More recent, I guess. And so I have a few of those to present as well. I'll find my little piece of paper here. OK. All right, so for year two, I have Kathy Aiken. I think you did part of year one. I think I did so I'm I think clarifying I the that. Yeah, clarifying that also. Christine Neto. I did get year two. (laughs) Christine Roach. You'll have a second one coming in the mail. Ellie Thompson. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you, Christopher Johnson. Michael Bordeaux. Lucinda Alton. I think these guys were hooked on school or something. Robert Alton. had
0: nothing to do with we were strongly encouraged.
2: <laughs> My prayer practitioners were strongly encouraged. And Cheryl will. You did complete the second year. So if you would stand up and let us honor your accomplishment. You guys really, you're really doing your work. And it's not for us that you're doing it. It's for you that you're doing it. But the effect of that is that as a community, we are stronger. As a community, we have deeper relationships that we build in those classes and in our retreats and our community experiences. Another benefit is that we build a common language, that we build a set of agreements that we use in our communications, in our interactions. We build a deep respect for everyone in there, no matter their tradition, where they've been, where they've come from, who they are. And this is the result of all of the work that we all do in whatever form we do it. So I just thank you all. And um, we have another series going on Chris's doing a class it's not an accredited foundations class this this year we're doing some different things but we always have classes going on we have a night class Amanda's in a night class right now with April who popped in and out that one is and Miley and that one is a certificated class which means that these people choose to become practitioners down the road prayer practitioners they can they can use that as credit so I just want to say Thank you for all of the work that everyone puts in, in every form here. But the study, the study is a meaningful part of all of our spiritual growth and of the growth of our community. And it's one of the reasons that we are so strong and so connected. And so s- awesome. And so awesome. And so open. With awesome teachers, too. yes yeah. yeah. yep. yeah. yeah. All right, so musicians. We have another upbeat, fun song for you. It has everything to do with what we're talking about here with our class work and our prayer and our meditation work and all the things School's we do. Oh. It's, not, it's not that song, <laughs> but it is a fun one. And Chris, and Chris and I wrote this song while we were building our first raised garden in our front yard with a notepad, a muddy notepad in our hands. (laughs) It's called, It's an Inside Job. wake up in the morning and wipe the sleep out of my eyes. I can't believe it's Monday again. I feel like I'm imprisoned by a job that I despise, like Daniel in the lion's den. Sometimes we don't remember just what life is all about. The world can really lead us astray. I like to think
4: that help is on the way, but it's an inside job, an inside job. Holy Spirit gives us everything we'll ever need, if only we can claim to know our true divinity. It's an inside job, an inside job. Come home in the evening she treats me like a stranger she doesn't even call me by my name i know i'd be a happy man if god would only change her but so far everything is still the same and it's another silent but not so holy night these past few months have taken their toll i've asked god to release me i'll go without a fight Freedom is a choice made in the soul, and has an inside job, an inside job. Holy Spirit gives us everything we'll ever need, if only we could claim and know our true divinity. It's an inside job, an inside job.
2: Feeling though that God is all that I have never been Early Sunday morning I walk into the church, have to know if God is really there. Nervous and uncertain just how to start my search. Didn't even sound much like a prayer. I said, God, God gave give me the an answer, answer. Help, help, me help me find, find my way. way. Can't you, you see I'm
4: counting on you? Then from somewhere in the silence, spirit, spirit seemed to say, there's really nothing left that I can do. It's an inside job, an inside job Holy Spirit gives us everything we'll ever need If only we can claim to know our true divinity It's an inside job, an inside job It's an inside job
2: side job. So we're going to come back next week to conversations, but for today we have such a special Oktoberfest celebration with all kinds of things that if you're new here today we don't usually serve beer after (laughs) church. (laughs) (laughs) But today, today, you know, we are. So there we are. But before we go and share in, in food and fellowship today, we offer you an opportunity to share of your financial good with our community should you choose to do that. And if you're at home, you can go to our website, mysticheart.org, and you'll find a donate button. It's easy to use. You'll find a mailing address. The mail system still works as well. Uh, We also have a gracious giving program, so if you're interested in becoming a monthly contributor that we can then count on in our budgeting, it really helps us to find our stability and our growth. And as we move into this time of giving, I just want to express my deep and sincere gratitude to each and every person for each and every gift, whether it be financial, whether it be your time and your talent and your love, your devotion, your commitment, your service, your showing up, your heart. It takes all of that to bring this community forward in the world. And we are doing some good work in the greater community so That's more well. coming up about some new things coming. But, but for right now, we're going to do one more song. One of those, um, what did I call it before? Butt-kicking song? I don't know what. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> think, um, think country western. Here we go. Sometimes when i feel down and lonely Feels like love has hung me out the dry That's when I get down on my knees And ask the good Lord would you please explain To me Well how did I get into this mess I can't imagine I can't guess so help Would you help me see I wanna
4: break through I want to be free. I want to be all that I can be. I want to have faith. I want to have faith. I want to be sure. I want to be sure. I've got to know my love is pure. Pray to God both day and night. I pray to God with all of my might I'm free. Yes, yes I'm free. free. Oh, Mr. Chris.
2: Lord gave me an answer. Cause I feel a rumbling deep down in my soul. He said anybody can talk that talk. But takes it nerve to walk that
4: walk both day at
2: night. If you want love to fill your heart, you gotta give love time, start to shine. Maybe shine your light. I wanna break
4: through, I wanna be free. All that I can be. I want
2: to have faith. I want to be sure. I want
4: to be sure. I've got to know my love is
2: pure. Pray to God
4: for things that I pray to God.
2: With all of my life, that I'm free. Yes, I'm free. I don't know that I like what I want. Get myself together
4: And take whatever Steps I have to take Cause I want to break Through I want to be free I want to be all that I can be I want to have faith I want to have faith oh, I want to be sure i got to go my own is you Pray to God both day and free. Well, yes, I'm free. Well,
2: yes, I'm free. That is what all that classwork and all that prayer and all that meditation and all of that shadow work and all that stuff's about. It's about your own freedom.
0: And change. Freedom,
2: freedom and change. <laughs> Beautiful.
0: Standing here in this one special moment, I stand in deep, deep gratitude, not only for the gifts given today and every day by the members of this church and my family, but also by the knowledge that I am always supported. God is always behind me, guiding me, talking to me sometimes waiting for me to shut up and listen. But always there, even when I can't see the path, I know that I'm guided to stay on it. And so I just say thank you for the gifts that help us to do our work. And thank you for the support of each one here in thought and prayer and love. And thank you, God. With deep gratitude, I just say thank you, Father,
1: Mother, God. And
0: so it is. Thank you for being in service and doing such a beautiful job today, Lucinda.
2: Thank you. Thank you, Gary French, Dalton Fitzgerald, for joining us for music. Gary's going to be back, what do we decide, the first, with Chris and myself, the first uh, week in November.
3: So. We're, we're Rev Diana's Mystic Heart Praise Band. we hope you have enjoyed the show
2: (laughs) always wanted a praise band